This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope, the broadcast ministry of Pastor Rick Warren. Today we continue in the series, Essentials for Living. In these lessons, Pastor Rick shares the power you need to live on, the principles you need to live by, and the purpose you need to live for, so that you're truly living and not just existing. First, do you ever feel like you've lost your spark, your joy? In just a few moments, we're going to tell you about an exciting new resource that will deepen your relationship with God and restore your joy. You can take a sneak peek right now by going to PastorRick.com while you listen. If you want, you can just text the word HOPE to 800-600-5004 to find out more. Right now, here's Pastor Rick Warren with part one of a message called, How to Connect with People. Have you ever been in one of those conversations where you just weren't connecting? You're doing everything you can to make sense and no matter how hard you try, you're just not getting through to that person. You may be talking to a teenager and they think you're from another planet. You may be talking to a child. You may be talking to your husband or wife or an employee, but for one reason or another, it just isn't connecting. One of the deepest needs that you have in life is the need to be understood. We all desperately need to feel that somebody understands us. That somebody can feel what we're feeling, can, can think what we're thinking. We all need people who connect with us. And if you don't ever have anybody that in your life that, that you feel connected to like that, uh, it, it has all kinds of negative effects. I mentioned a couple weeks ago this California Department of Health mental study. It's so profound, I want to mention it again. They discovered that if you're disconnected from other people and there's nobody in your life that you really feel understands you, you are two to three times more likely to die from an early death. You are four times more likely to suffer from emotional burnout. You are five times more likely to suffer clinical depression. And you are 10 times more likely to be hospitalized for an emotional or mental disorder. Human connections are good medicine. You need them. They're not just something that's nice to have in your life. You need them physically, emotionally, and spiritually. You need people who understand you, who relate to you, and who can connect to you. Now, last week we talked in this series about the importance of being spiritually connected to a church family. But even if you are connected to a church family, if you don't know how to connect to people one-on-one, -on -one, you can still feel detached. You can feel st still feel disconnected. So today, Tom and I are going to do a message called How to Really Connect with People. How to connect with them on the deepest level. Now this is one of life's most important skills. Learning how to really connect with people on a heart-to-heart, soul-to-soul uh, fellowship level. Unfortunately, nobody ever teaches us how to do this. It certainly isn't taught in school how to relate interpersonally. Uh, you know, you learn science and geography and math and history and a language in school, but nobody teaches you really how to connect with people. And if you don't know how to connect with people, you're not going very far in life. It's just that simple. You may be brilliant in some subject, but if you don't know how to connect with people, you're just not going to go very far in life. It is the most basic skill you need, how to deal and how to relate with other people. Now, these six principles that we're going to share today, 
I'm very excited about because every one of you in this room need this material. Doesn't matter what age or stage in life you are in. If you are a parent and you want to know how to better connect with your children, you're going to use these principles. If you are uh, engaged or married and uh, you want to know how to better relate to that other person, that spouse, uh, you can use these principles. If you are a teacher or an employer or an employee, uh, no matter who you are, if you need to get close to anybody in life, you need these principles. In fact, these would be good rules for a small group. And we have over 2,000 small groups at Saddleback. These would be guidelines for how you should react and relate in a small group. Now, to get the most out of uh, today's message, at the start, I want you to think of somebody that you would like to be closer to. Think of somebody that you would really like to connect on a deeper level with than you're connecting with them right now. In fact, in order to make this specific, I want you to write down their initials uh, somewhere on your outline. Now, I don't see any of you doing this. <laughs> so I'm gonna just wait right now. If you can't think of somebody, you really need this message, believe me. If you can't think of anybody you'd rather be closer to, uh, you need this message. So write, write their initials or write them backwards. Nobody's going to look at it anyway. Who would you like to get closer to? Who would you like to have a deeper connection with? Some of you, it needs to be somebody you need to reconnect with. Maybe reconnect with a child or reconnect with a parent or reconnect with a former friend and uh, somebody who's been in your life. Very important. You see, it's possible to get disconnected too once you have been connected. A lot of marriages do this. Many marri most marriages start off close and connected, but somehow over time they, they just get disconnected and it's hard to get reconnected. What do you do? The first key to connecting is this, be courageous. You must be courageous and take the initiative. What I mean is you've got to be willing to take the first step. You don't wait on somebody else to connect with you. You must take the initiative to connect with them. Now, this often takes courage. Why? Because it's fear that disconnects human beings. When we are full of fear and anxiety, we don't get close to each other. In fact, we back off of each other. We're afraid of what? We're afraid of being rejected. We're afraid of being manipulated. We're afraid of being vulnerable. We're afraid of being hurt. We're afraid of being used. And all of these fears cause us to be disconnected in life. Now, this fear is as old as mankind. When Adam and Eve sinned and God came looking for Adam, Adam said, I was afraid and I hid. And people have been doing that ever since. We are afraid and so we hide. We hide our true selves. We don't let people know what we're really like. We don't let them see the inside of us. Why? Because if we let people know what we're really like and they don't like it, we're up a creek without a paddle. It's tough luck. I mean, why am I afraid to tell you who I am? Because if I tell you who I am and you don't like me, I'm in for it. I have no alternative. And so we wear masks and we pretend. And fear does three terrible things to relationships. Number one, it makes us defensive. We're afraid to reveal ourselves and we defend ourselves. And when people point out weaknesses, we just uh, retaliate and we, we defend ourselves. Number two, our fears keep us distant. We don't let people get close to us. We want to withdraw. We want to pull back. We want to hide our emotions. We don't want to let people, we don't want to be open and honest. But we, we become defensive and distant. And third, our fears make us demanding. Whenever we're insecure, the more insecure we are, the more we try to control things. 
And so we try to have the last word in a relationship and we try to dominate, we try to control. And it is always a symptom of fear, of insecurity. Now, where do you get the confidence, the courage to take the first step in connecting with someone, to going to a deeper level of intimacy? Where do you get that kind of courage? You get it from God's spirit in your life. Look at what the Bible says, 2 Timothy 1.7. For the Holy Spirit, God's gift, does not want you to be afraid of people, but to be wise and strong, that's courageous, and to love them and enjoy being with them. How do you know when you're filled with God's spirit? Simple, one of the ways is you're more courageous in your relationships. You love people, you enjoy being with them, you're not afraid of them because God's spirit is in your life. Now the Bible says God is love. And the Bible says, love casts out all fear. So when the more of God you have in your life, the less of fear you're gonna have in your life because God is love and love casts out fear. So the starting point in connecting with anybody is to pause and pray, say, God, give me the courage to take the first step. Some of you need to do that this week with a person you need to connect with. Give me the courage to take the first step, to take the initiative. The second key to connecting is to be considerate to be considerate of their needs. In other words, if you want to connect with people, you have to start with their needs, not your own. You have to start with their hurts, not your own. You have to start with what they want, not what you want. You're listening to Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. Rick will be back in just a moment with the rest of today's lesson. You can sign up for Pastor Rick's free email devotional at pastorrick.com. That's pastorrick.com. Do you desire more of God? He desires more of you. Let me ask you this. How's your relationship with God right now? Maybe you're walking closely with Him and you feel energized and alive. Or maybe you feel disconnected, like you're just going through the motions. Pastor Rick says if you want to stay connected and even deepen your relationship with God, you need to be intentional. That's why every year, Pastor Rick personally goes through a spiritual renewal study. And now he's made that very same study available to you. It's called Going Deeper with God, a personal renewal retreat. In this very special resource, Pastor Rick will personally lead you on a spiritual journey that brings you closer to God. Together, you'll go through a series of audio lessons, and after each session, you'll take a little time to reflect and complete exercises in the companion workbook. Through this retreat, you'll experience a renewal of life within you. God will restore your joy as He renews, refreshes, invigorates, and revives your spiritual life. You'll never be the same again. We'll send you Going Deeper with God, a personal renewal retreat as our way of saying thanks when you give a gift today to help Daily Hope share the hope of Jesus with a hurting world. Just go to PastorRick.com right now to get your copy or you can call 800-600-5004. That's PastorRick.com or call 800-600-5004. And be sure to let us know which station you heard us on. Thank you so much for your support. Now let's get back to today's lesson here on Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. The Bible says in Philippians 2:4, look out for one another's interest, not just your own. Now friends, that is such a counterculture verse because everything in our culture, from the moment you were born, you were conditioned to think first of yourself. 
You don't think about other people, naturally. That's something you have to learn to do. You naturally think about your needs, your desires, your goals, your ambitions, and what you want in life. I got to do what's best for me. I got to think of me first. And as a result, we have many, many millions of people disconnected because everybody's thinking of themselves and not being considerate of each other's needs. This last week I was watching TV and during about a two-hour period I saw three commercials with the same byline, you deserve it. It was the byline, you know, buy this shampoo, you deserve it. Buy this great car, you deserve it. And we are taught, you know, that, that we are the supreme value in life. Now, let me teach you two very basic truths about life. The first one may surprise you, but, but it is true. And the first rule of life is this. The world does not revolve around you. Now I know that's shocking. But it, the world does not revolve around you. Uh, you're very special in God's eyes. You were created for a purpose. But the world does not revolve around you. If you want to know how much you'd be missed, stick your hand into a bucket of water and pull it out and see what kind of hole you leave. It fills up pretty quick. Pretty quick. And so the world does not revolve around you. So don't be expecting the whole world to come and just saying, how can we meet your needs? Because it's not. The second basic truth of life you need to learn is this. God has promised that when you focus on meeting the needs of other people, he guarantees he will meet yours. So you want your needs to be met? Simple. Start focusing on meeting the needs of other people. God says it over and over in the Bible that if I focus on meeting the needs of other people, God assumes responsibility to meet all of my needs. Why? Because he wants me to learn to be unselfish. He wants me to learn to be loving. He wants me to learn to be generous like him. Colossians 3.13 says this, you must make allowances, an allowance for each other's faults and forgive the person who offends you. Remember, God forgave you, so you must forgive others. Now, part of being considerate of other people's needs is making allowances for their faults. Part of being considerate of other people's needs is not expecting them to be perfect. You're not perfect. You, you could never attain perfection, so why would you demand it of anybody else? Nobody is perfect. I read recently a woman wrote to Dear Abby, Dear Abby, I'm 44 years old. I'd like to find my man, a man my age with no bad habits. Abby wrote back, so would I. <laughs> because there are no people with no bad habits, with no faults. And so we have to make allowance for each other's faults. Let me give you another verse. Proverbs 17, 9 says, love forgets mistakes. Love forgets mistakes. When you are trying to make a connection with a person, you're trying to be considered their needs, it's not that you are blind to their faults, it's that you choose to overlook them. Great friends have good forgetters. They forget the bad stuff intentionally. You know, they just keep on, like I said, they have good forgetters because love forgets mistakes. A good friend never says, I told you so. A good friend never says, how could you be that stupid? Instead, a good friend is considerate of the other person's needs. Tom's going to talk about the next one. Third way to connect with people is to be constructive with your words. Take your words and use them to, to build people up. As it says in this verse in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 29, do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. In that verse, would you circle building others up? 
God wants us to take these words and use them to build people. I was thinking, uh, I was thinking about building this week, and I, I recalled earlier in our marriage, Shondell and I had a home that was flooded. And we had groups of people come in and help us rebuild that home, which was a wonderful thing. Something pretty funny happened with the first groups that came in. Before we could build the walls back up, we had to tear the sheeting off of the walls. So the first people that came in, we gave them sledgehammers, we'd send them into a room, and they had to knock the walls down. And we'd walk out of the room. We'd start hearing this laughter in the room while they were knocking the walls down. Because you know what? If you've got a sledgehammer and you can just swing it and knock something down, it's sort of fun. <laughs> and Shondell and I would walk back in the room and they'd look all sad again because it was our house after all. Then we'd walk back out and they'd just start swinging away again. It's fun to tear things down. And sometimes with our words, it's like a sledgehammer, no planning, no thinking. We just swing away. And then all of a sudden we look around and all we've got is, we've got a pile of rubble around us, relational rubble. Because when you just swing away with your words and just tear people down with your words, inevitably, inevitably, your relationships are going to suffer from that. Words are the single most important tool given to man by God, without a doubt, without a doubt. Back in the book of Genesis in the Bible, the Bible tells us that a place called Babel, they were trying to build a tower to reach as high as heaven. They were getting pretty prideful about it, so God wanted to stop the project. To stop the project, he didn't take away their hammers or their saws, he took away their words, their ability to communicate, because they're such an incredibly important tool that God's given us. One of the reasons that we're not constructive with our words is we don't realize how, how powerful this tool is, our mouth, the words that God has given to us. We say things without thinking, and people remember them. You do. The things that th people have said to you in a thoughtless way, it may have been as far back as grade school or college or when you first started work, you still remember some of those things. That's how, that's how powerful words are. So when it comes to your mouth, think of it as a power tool and be very careful with it. I went out in my garage yesterday and I, and I grabbed this, this manual for a power tool, a power saw, and I was reading through the directions for the use of this power tool, and I was struck by how it, how it related to the use of this other power tool that God's given us, our mouth. See, see if you think some of them relate to our mouth, too. Number one, know your power tool. Number two, keep guards in place. That's a good one. Uh, number three, keep, uh, be careful around children. Store idle tools when not in use. Don't overreach. And my favorite, never use in an explosive atmosphere. That fits <laughs> with how we use this mouth, which is an incredible tool to build people up. So how can I start using it more carefully? How can I, if I got a power tool, how can I use it more carefully so instead of destroying with it, I'm building and, and constructing relationships with it? Well, I got to stop excusing. Stop saying that I didn't really mean to say that. Or stop saying it was just that blood sugar dip right before lunch. That's all that it really was. Stop excusing and realize what, what you say really is impacting everybody around you. I've got to talk less. If it's a power tool, you don't have to use it as much. So I can talk less. One of the reasons we get in trouble, wouldn't you admit, is we just talk too much sometimes. We talk before we think. I've got to talk less and I've got to listen more. When I listen more, I can understand people's needs. I was talking to Shondell, my wife, on the phone yesterday and uh, she was on the car phone, and as usual, about halfway through, it dropped out. So the phone rang again right away. I knew it was her and clicked on it and said, Hi, babe. Doug Field said, <laughs> I've been waiting seven years for, for you to say that to me, is, is what he said. <laughs> I said, you're going to have to wait another seven years, is what I told him. I learned a little lesson once again. 
listen before you talk. It's one of the small lessons of life that makes incredible impact in the way that you and I use our words. So stop excusing, talk less and listen more and through all of that start building. Think first of all, what do they need? How can I use a word of encouragement to build them up? How can I use a word of challenge to make a difference in their life? How can I use my words to build the people that I love the most? The fourth key to connecting is to be candid. To be candid about the problems in the relationship. In other words, you have to be open, you have to be honest, you, you have to be frank. Proverbs 24, 26 says, an honest answer is the sign of a true friendship. This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. We're so happy you've chosen to study along with us today. You can get hope and encouragement from Pastor Rick delivered to your inbox every day. Just go to PastorRick.com and sign up for his free daily devotional. Rick will be back to close out our time today, but first, do you desire more of God? He desires more of you. Let me ask you this. How's your relationship with God right now? Maybe you're walking closely with Him and you feel energized and alive. Or maybe you just feel disconnected, like you're going through the motions. Pastor Rick says, if you want to stay connected and even deepen your relationship with God, you need to be intentional. That's why every year, Pastor Rick personally goes through a spiritual renewal study. And now he's made that very same study available to you. It's called Going Deeper with God, a personal renewal retreat. In this very special resource, Pastor Rick will personally lead you on a spiritual journey that brings you closer to God. Together, you'll go through a series of audio lessons after each session, and you'll take a little time to reflect and complete exercises in the Companion Workbook. Through this retreat, you'll experience a renewal of life within you. God will restore your joy as He renews, refreshes, reinvigorates, and revives your spiritual life. You'll never be the same again. We'll send you Going Deeper with God, a personal renewal retreat as our way of saying thanks when you give a gift today to help Daily Hope share the hope of Jesus with a hurting world. Just go to PastorRick.com right now to get your copy. Or you can call 800-600-5004. That's PastorRick.com or just call 800-600-5004. And be sure to let us know which radio station you heard us on. Thank you so much for your support. Here's Pastor Rick with a letter from one of our listeners. Today I want to share a letter from a new listener Sherman, who's in Tennessee, and he writes that he and his wife use daily hope to study God's Word together. Here's what he wrote. Just recently, a friend of mine turned me on to your Daily Hope devotional and also gave me your CD series on the Lord's Prayer. And wow, together, my wife and I now listen to Daily Hope podcast. We take notes, we pray, we have great conversations about all the biblical teachings that we get from you, and we both look forward to that time of being encouraged and challenged and instructed. Now, I know, Pastor Rick, that it was through the giving of other people that made it possible for me to hear the Daily Hope teaching. And so now, I want to make an eternal investment myself by giving to this ministry so that others may be blessed and impacted in the same way that my wife 
and I have been. Well, Sherman, I'm so glad to hear that you and your wife are studying the Bible together. Nothing will do more for your marriage. It'll not only help you grow in faith, it will strengthen your marriage. And thank you for your financial gift. Without your help, we wouldn't be able to keep on reaching more and more people around the world with the good news of Jesus. We wouldn't be able to disciple them through the Daily Hope podcast. Because of your prayers and your financial support, we're able to partner, working together to reach the world for Christ. So I'm so grateful for you and for your prayers and your financial support. God bless you. If you'd like to let Rick know how this broadcast has blessed you, please feel free to send him an email at rick at pastorrick.com. That's rick at pastorrick.com. Be sure to join us next time as we look into God's Word for our daily hope. This program is sponsored by Pastor Rick's Daily Hope and your generous financial support.